0: Hello, everybody. This is Bill Knauer, and you're listening to Author to Author, where we talk about writing and life, because what it takes to write the book you want to write is also what it takes to lead the life you want to lead. That is true, you know. It is. Author to Author is brought to you by Author Magazine, premier free writing magazine on the internet, featuring articles on writing and the writing life, as well as video interviews with best-selling and award-winning authors across the genre, genres, (laughs) my, uh, my conversation with Lee Goodkin, the memoirist immersion journalist, that's up there now. got a new one coming out next week with uh cartoonist Reza Farisman he wrote he of poorly drawn lines funny guy, nice guy had a great conversation with him. that'll be up there next week, like I said, just finishing it up now and um well, we're brought to you by, oh, anyway, you can learn all about this at authormagazine.org. That's where you go to read the essays, to watch the videos. It's all there. Uh, author. We're also uh, brought to you by the uh, good people over at the PNWA, the Pacific Northwest Writers Association. Uh, they've been supporting writers from Penda Publications since 1955. They're still doing it. Uh, we will be due, we do, finished up our big conference in September, but this January, the end of January, we're going to do another mini conference on craft and the business. I'm going to be doing a class on the, the dreaded uh, book proposal. Yes, it's not so bad. That's why I want to teach it, because it's not so bad. Uh, if you're interested in attending this mini uh, virtual conference, go over to pnwa.org and check it out. Now, speaking of author, today's guest, well, she's written a lot of stuff, but she also wrote some stuff for authors. She was great. That's how we met each other, sent me some essays, I've gone on to interview her several times on this show, Joan Frank. Hope you all remember. She's great. Uh, friend of the show. Anyway, if you're not familiar, Joan is the author of 10, 10 people, 10 books, eight novels, and two essay uh, collections. One of those essay collections uh, about writing. It's wonderful collection of, uh, of essays on writing. A McDowell and Vermont Studio Center fellow, recipient of many honors, including the recent winner of the Mary McCarthy Prize for Short Fiction and River Teeth Literary Nonfiction Prize. Joan also reviews literary fiction and nonfiction for The Washington Post. Uh, her newest book, The Outlook for Earthlings, a novel, another good one. Another good one, people. Joan just keeps getting better and better. That's why I got to have her on the show. Yes, I do. Joan, how are you doing?
1: I am just smiling and smiling. <laughs> There should be a smileometer visible to people listening. Uh, because well, uh mine is just breaking my face open here. You're so kind. Well it's great to talk with you again.
0: You know, Joan, I like talking to you. Uh you and I uh, have been in communication in one form or another, primarily through the written word for many years.
1: We met once.
0: We actually got to physically <laughs> sit in the same that's room right. once.
1: That's uh, right. And we I ate believe high food.
0: And that's right. I
1: made you I, we talked about what your heart book was. Remember that? Oh. Uh, we talked oh, about what's what's the book from your f- and oh. from your and for your heart. It Was so I great. Believe, I, I believe. I brought you a copy of mine. It was William yes, Maxwell's yes, yes. "So Long, See You Tomorrow." Remember? Yes,
0: I've got that on my shelf. I do indeed. I do indeed. I'm so
1: glad. I'm so oh
0: glad. God! Very well. That conversation. I remember you saying to me. I think you were feeling just a little blue about your prospects at that moment, as writers will sometimes do. Oh, and you were feeling like, cool. you know, no, but my stuff is just, I don't know. You were, I think you were having trouble finding an agent or trying to find, because you felt Always. it was too, it the too the literary or something. You just couldn't figure it out for yourself.
1: Yep. Uh, yep,
0: yep. How are you feeling about it now? How are you feeling about <laughs> your work now and, and your readers or, or lack thereof? What's the current state of affairs? <laughs>
1: What it's a great going. question, my dear. You know, I, <laughs> I just am in the middle of writing an essay about that very thing, which is oh, yeah. the fact that this novel, The Outlook for Earthlings, that I've brought to your attention and yeah. you are being so kind to, um, I don't know if it's going to help or hurt the novel to let listeners know that it took me no less than 15 years oh. to find oh. a home for it. Oh. 15 years. Wait, and, wait, wait, wait. That's why wait. you... <laughs>
0: You wrote. Wait a minute. It's true. You wrote this, Pardon me. Wait. So was it compl- Like was it written fifteen years ago? Or did you start? Like what? What? It right, was finished. <laughs> it was
1: finished. I'm writing a, a gorgeous essay about it, and I'm uh-huh. I'm I'm promising your readers or listeners that I will that essay will be part of a collection about having lived the life all this time. And yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I the fact is it was finished in 2003, and uh-huh. the acceptance came in 2015. And okay. then the actual publication came in 2018. Or so, wait, wait, let's go back. No, the acceptance wait. came in 16, 2016, yeah. something like that. And then publication happened, alas, 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 uh, in 2020. So, I mean, just wow. enormous amounts of years between writing it and, and then looking for agents and finally for small publishers and finally getting yep. a small, small publisher to accept it. And, yes, literary was the problem or whatever you'd want to call it the
0: yeah issue. yeah
1: um and as a result it has made me sort of someone who's sort of like a buddha with you know <laughs> half half in exaltation and half in pain for the time it took the incarnations i passed through waiting for someone yeah. to accept it and yeah. um the the I don't know the resulting seasoning I hope is what you'd call it uh, in terms of knowledge about the the literary landscape at least in America
0: yeah um,
1: in in as a result of the whole the whole ordeal it it if nothing else Bill it makes an essay it makes a story well and what writer what writer can resist you know shaping that story
0: well you just uh, don't know people. do you it's a funny thing so you wrote it and when and when you say wrote it like. Was it like done in two thousand three or was there a yeah. version of it done? So what I'm reading yeah, is save for the editing, is what you wrote in two thousand three.
1: Yeah, and then and oh. then came the long, long slog of Ooh. of
0: Yeah, that's I, long. Uh, I've no longer long but that's for, that's for up a room there. at the
1: inn. Yeah. Yeah. But well, honestly at this point in I yeah. it sort of corroborated my suspicion, deeply buried all those years. That something could eventually happen if you just kind of kept at it in terms of in terms of offering it into the world. And at the same yeah. time, I was offering many other books, all of which did in fact find homes and get taken and emerge into the world and uh, they, you know found work and lived happily yeah. ever after. Right.
0: Um,
1: but this one was the stepchild, the the eight ball, the black sheep and oh. finally it too found its home. So well. I'm I'm kind of quietly pleased, if also eternally wryly amused <laughs> by how these things can go. How they can well, that... shake out in ways no one could in the remotest dream of an instance have predicted, you know. Yeah. I still no. believe I'm still a believer because because Quite frankly there's you know a friend of mine once said when she she was in her 50s at the time and um living on her own for a while and and she was telling me that she would marry again and I thought she was smarter than wanting to do that and uh-huh. I said why why would you want to marry again she said oh Joan what else is there to do
0: ah. and I think <laughs> we know. feel
1: that way about writing some in at a certain point it's not only a response to the world it's a way of being in the world and you can conceive no other way of being.
0: Well, I, you know, I work with clients um, who I, as a kind of writing coach, I don't, but I'm really more like a life coach in a lot of ways. It's not unusual uh-huh. that I don't talk about writing at all with them. But one thing I do mm-hmm. talk about is the creative life kind of that. And, it, and the more I work with people who are usually adults who are wanting to transition from working a traditional job to trying to write or maybe even uh-huh. make, maybe even pursue a career in writing is uh-huh. it is a different. I think it's the level of uncertainty that you have to. I Retinually mean, it's always live there. With. Yeah, but I I think that you know I, I used to work in restaurants and I never knew what was going to happen when I went into my shift. You know, it was uh-huh. it's like any job. There's uncertainty, but I could kind of fool myself into believing there's a lot of knowns. But with writing and the writing life, the, the, the uncertainty is just in your face. I don't think there's – you have to find a way to make peace with it.
1: You have to. It's so absolutely true, Bill. Absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even even, even, even way, in the writing
0: up, itself, right? Even when you sit me? down, even yeah. in the writing itself, when you sit down, the whole point is you don't know what's going to happen. You don't – exactly. even if you outline, which I bet you don't. But if you did – No, I
1: don't.
0: I know, yeah. but I didn't think so. But, if you, but even if you have some idea <laughs> – Right? You don't know what's going to happen, even as you write this guess, essay, right? Yeah, if you're writing that's, about that's what happened to you, aren't you looking for something new in it to discover?
1: Yeah, yep, of course, of course. And I think that that's what you would call the sickening thrill of it, the <laughs> sickening thrill, which which is that, you know, you have this awful feeling, and it's kind of like not remembering where your car is parked and looking out at this vast sea of them. Um, and yet that's where you want to be, which is completely... Yeah. Uh, and uh, what is the word counterintuitive, Yes. but it is yeah. where you want to be because it means you 're going to discover stuff and um and it 's not unlike panning for gold or using a yeah. divining rod to find water yeah. you know?
0: yeah.
1: you're yeah. sort of you 're fearful and you 're sickened and you 're excited because you know something will happen, but you you just have to place a completely blind faith in that yeah. while being yeah. sickened and fearful. You know? yeah. It's a very strange combination of ingredients,
0: right? It is, but, well, I think, see, I think that my take on the, when when I'm writing and I get into that flow state, what I think of is when I'm sort of losing track of time and losing yeah in, losing that's track the of the physical reality. That's great. That's the best. Oh, I have come the to the conclusion that that, Joan, in my opinion, that is what reality actually is, that when you stop <laughs> – caring yet yeah, when you stop worrying about the future and regretting the past and judging the present, when you just allow yourself to be, that's what is waiting for us all the time. Just writing is where it's easiest for me to find it. That's my you story. Know, what, and I'm sticking with it.
1: <laughs> it's wonderful to hear you say it, Bill. And it's honestly giving me a great big transfusion. Which, Good. Uh, is
0: very welcome. Very welcome. well. That's what I'm here for. Okay. So now I feel like an idiot because, uh, before we came on, well, not like a total idiot, but maybe a little bit of one, or it questions <laughs> my judgment. Because before, before the show started, I was talking to Joan about how much I just – this is another gorgeous book. And Joan is a great writer. Uh, um, for those of you – you know, everybody has different tastes. But uh, reading Joan's work, you could learn a lot about just how to put together – put words on the page. And um, I was loving it again. And I, I started by saying, like, Joan – this is again this is before the show started. You're just getting better and better. You're getting better and better. Now come to find out this thing was written 17 years ago. So I don't know. Well that
1: was what that's <laughs> what I was relishing telling you oh, that's because so funny. I I thought it
0: the most re- Oh, what very, do I know. Very
1: much for that. Thank you so much always now and always Bill. <laughs> yeah, I was relishing telling you how how <laughs> it had been waiting all these years because uh, um I know that you were conceiving it as a latter day effort. Yeah, sure. And um the thing that makes me happiest about that is that it means that I wasn't insane to believe it worth offering. No. And um No. People are saying lovely things about it, which is a very sweet uh kind of sweet uh, late fruit, should we say. Yeah. And makes me it makes me happy. Uh, what what you want is what Tim O'Brien said, you want to hit hearts with your work, yes. right? You do, and I—I uh, I think this one hits hearts. It's not an easy story, Bill. It's—it's it's a difficult no. story.
0: Yeah, it is. Right? It is. It is. Um, but,
1: and so I'm—I'm I'm even gladder that you still like it because it is—it's—it's—it <laughs> it's, has pain in it. But, oh yeah. Um, my belief is, and I don't think I was rationalizing this, that at the end of it there is a certain radiance. Uh, yeah emitted from it or a yeah. certain radiance, and the radiance comes i hope from uh a, a quality of inevitability of a life effortfully lived right. and that 's the the life of its protagonist, whose name is melanie taper um and the li- It is a life witnessed by her best friend uh and foil scarlet rand i right. um I want to compare it if I may, and this is really vain Go uh, for and it. and immodest. With yeah. a, a novel I've admired all my life, right up there with William Maxwell's So Long, See You Tomorrow, yeah. uh, which is John Williams's novel, Stoner. came out in the 60s. It's oh. about a quiet life, unremarked, unpraised, uh, unheralded, qu- effortfully lived. And yeah. uh, I think that's a novel that really hits hearts, and it certainly hit mine. I wasn't yeah. thinking about it when I made Outlook for Earthlings, but... I later realized that it was parallel, in a way, because it's tracking yeah. a quiet life. It's tracking a quiet life. And, and I like to use that famous slogan from uh, Arthur Miller's play, Death of a Salesman, in which Willie Loman's wife says, after his long and difficult life, attention yeah. must be paid to the Willie Lomans of this world. Well, I think attention must be paid to the Melanies and to the... Um, William Stoner in in that yeah. novel. These are the quiet lives that, if we look at them and and take them in, internalize them, we are made. I think humble and grateful for for the life given us, and for the for the bravery of people, for the val- valor and bravery of people living living as best they can, even against dif- enormous difficulty. Yeah. I hope that makes sense.
0: It makes perfect sense, and it and, and makes sense to me that you would have written a book that, um, that, that, that paralleled it, because I think what happens is when we read a book that we love, mm. that hits us mm. in the heart, we understand the value of those kinds of stories, whether it's mm. a story about a quiet life or a uh, vampire romance. It doesn't really, I mean, it doesn't, what, if it mm. hits you, you understand the value of it, and that's right. why you and were think... able to tell that story, because you, uh... you understood the value from a lived received point of view. In fact, this is funny. I was just talking to my a client today about this. I said, the difference between receiving the work of art and giving it is less There's less of a difference there than you might imagine, because it comes that's from the so same place,
1: interesting. I think. Yes, that's you know? very true, Bill. I hope you write that in the book. I might coming... have to.
0: Yeah, well, yes. <laughs> maybe yes. my next one. But yes, I mean, it's true. Because
1: uh, that's a lovely and beautiful point. I had never considered it quite that way. It's a yeah. very well, good point. Yeah. Well, you know, because um,
0: as you read, you really, what you're doing when you're reading, Joan, is you're, you're tuning yourself to what you care about. And, and, you know, you, you start noticing like, oh, I see why that, you know, I remember I wrote a series of poems when I, one of this rash of poems when I was a young guy, all based on mm-hmm. one line from Wallace Stevens that went, Tick it, tack it, turn it true, bang it from a savage blue. I just liked the way that sounded, and that just <laughs> unleashed
1: all these great poems. But
0: it was just based on that one, like, oh, look what he's doing. It sounds like music. I like that. I like him. And it bo- 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 does. Oh, and
1: music is the ball game. absolutely the ball game. Honestly, I feel as though if I were to ask, if I were to beg people to perceive my, my own work in any particular oh. way, it would be as a kind of music. Because oh, really, interesting. L- Language, spoken language is some of the earliest music, right? It has yeah. to have been. Yeah yeah yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but also did you... what you Go ahead. No, I'm sorry, go ahead. The
1: point you make about um reading from a lived and writing from a lived a uh, lived urgency is just everything to me. Um and, and it reminds me right now, especially during during Covid, that um it may be hard for some writers to tackle work thinking, what can it possibly matter right oh. now? Oh. How can it matter it's made oh. up it, it's not germane, and then the irony, the paradox is that most of us almost all of us, I think, are going to books for solace sure for comfort, for yep. meaning yep. for connection Company. for someone saying, "I have lived inside your body and i I'm here to tell you I know what it's like right yeah yeah that's that's yep. what it's doing for us, and so it's hilarious to me that even at, this, at the same time, some of us are somewhat um, sulkily asking, you know, as if as if asking a director for motivation. How can this matter? But in fact, it matters more than ever oh. in times in times of great trouble. I,
0: right? you know, I, I think that we. I get into trouble when I forget what matters. That's when I get into trouble, <laughs> when I lose my center,
1: when I stop going. great line. I, yeah. Well,
0: I will tell you, I, I really have turned to art in my life, uh, mm-hmm. all the arts, to remind me, for me, not. I mean, I like to be entertained. I, I do like to be entertained because of I like sure. do. But sure. I also want to be remember, reminded why life is worth living. That was really the, what I was looking for. That's what I was looking for. And I and I wanted to remember why does this like matter? It's not just a bunch of crap that's happening. I'm not interested in that. Right. I'm not interested. Like I could do that on my own in the middle of the night. Um but I always find I want art to remind me why life is is worth it. And it often does. It often does. It does, does. does
1: indeed. It does indeed. And and if, if I have if I get ever so often a little message in a bottle, which I do sometimes from someone yeah. who read it and, and loved a thing I did I made Then that is just this kind of little bit of magic, little piece of magic. Because I've written those letters too. And let me tell readers who are listening: Hey, if you read something you loved and the writer is living, (laughs) write her or him a note. Yes, you hit hit me. Because um, writers live very lonely lives inside of vacuums a lot of the time. They do. And if someone reaches out, it's just a a great joy. It's just a little, a, a joyful bit of fireworks for them it yeah. makes them uh, makes them feel uh less crazy and less lonely
0: yeah it does it just also you know you forget people are reading it. You forget yes, you do. people are, you yes, just, you, you do. think the only people who've read it are your agent and your editor, or maybe not even them and who your mom or something, <laughs> you know, that's or your best friend. Yeah. But it's, not, there are yeah. actual strangers out there reading your stuff and being
1: yeah
0: uh, moved by it and inspired and, by and it. And then
1: when that, when you get a word from them, you think, oh my word, I wasn't, I wasn't crazy. I, I, I didn't imagine I, it.
0: <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, it's so strange. It's so strange. Now you and I were actually, another thing we were chatting about is you know this yeah. is something I used to I don't I used to ask this question for all the interviews starting back from March like how are you doing how, I've stopped asking that question but we were talking about because yeah. you know COVID is cranking up again and people are having to kind of lock down again and um, yep. and uh, and you have found that uh, you are not quite the complete introvert that you had uh, had long imagined that you're <laughs> yeah, something yeah this is an embarrassed, embarrassed
1: admission that most of the time <laughs> I have loathed loathed people in contact and fought with my husband bitterly about how many dinners we should go to and or right. give. um And I've not wanted, I've always thought I was a poster child for misanthropy and um, <laughs> introversion. Always. Yeah. But yeah. now I am learning that stranger than strange, um, one styles oneself as existing partly in response to the perception of beloved others. Beloved is kind of an important qualifier.
0: Yeah, it
1: helps. It can't be a fool or an idiot. It has to be someone you love, but they are the ones who are saying, yes, you are there, I see you, I value you, and I admire and I'm interested in what you're doing. Those things matter. and It it, it feels like a a lot of that is missing, obviously, for obvious reasons right now. Um, And it's a kind of it's an identity by way of echolocation where yeah, I can I like that. if I touch that person I can push off of them and know that I by consequence am I am. So so one has to wait patiently for the chance to do that again. Uh, of course I also miss crushing into my arms all the little kids in yeah. my life and my family. Yeah. Uh, my respective families, it's a terrible physical hunger. But I know I am yeah. in a big, big club with that, a lot of yeah. people. Oh, yeah, oh, but yeah. But for writers, I think, who have always thought, ha-ha, you know, this is going <laughs> to be my field day because I'm going right. to have the ultimate art colony experience. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't quite turn out to be so triumphant, at, at least yeah. not for my case. And I'm abashed to notice that, um, but also interested because for writers, you know, I had a friend who said, I'd give a quart of my own blood for a story. For writers, everything is grist, no matter how yeah, wretched.
0: And, yeah, um, So here's Esther. one more piece
1: of, here's one more grist. For yeah, how long know. before the
0: COVID novels start coming out? We give ah, them about, what, another night. It's going to happen. It's going to yeah. happen. You know it's going to yeah. happen. Um, I'll be very well,
1: interested. To see.
0: Well, yeah, you know, I, I got to say, this little show I do is not a bad, It it, it does, I get to talk to somebody. I mean, right. I have people I can talk to, but this has been a nice little, you know, I get to it, it, talking to other people about this thing.
1: Yeah,
0: I love to, but yeah I'll tell you, the one course. thing I do, I, I remember being with my wife, who was a bit of a homebody. We were out, and she didn't always like being out, and she's like, and we were eating dessert somewhere, and she said, I could have made this at home. Why are we eating it here? I could have made this at home. And I said, (laughs) and the clergyman said, because I like being here and not there all the time. And I think my son and I used to go to this Barnes and Noble, this uh, Starbucks at a Barnes and Noble every week together, Uh and and just to be out of the house. Just to look, yes. be amongst humans, I do miss that because yes. I don't feel comfortable yes, going yes, there yes. yet. It's, you know, just to be, even though I'm sitting there looking at my phone and drinking my coffee, just to have the energy around me, I do miss that.
1: No, I, I, I now understand that much better than I ever did for the obvious reasons. Um, and I understand my husband better. He's from the north of England, where people mm. always went to the pub.
0: Right, to right.
1: To feel alive. To feel, yep. al- now they could they could have bought something to drink at home and drunk it at home. But sure. You go to the pub to meet up with your buddies and make a lot of noise and high-five each other. And generally, the effusion of that is a kind of energy and, I guess, a a kind of nourishment in its way, which I never – I used to make fun of it, and I don't make so much fun of it now.
0: Oh, see? You You just keep growing and growing and growing, Joan. It just doesn't
1: stop. Ah! You just keep learning. (laughs) Keep learning about yourself. (laughs) Embarrassments oh. follow embarrassments, but it's all, as I say, everything is a story, and yeah. um, I'm, always, I'm always greedily uh, vacuuming up any any story potential, including now the story of how the out- outlook for Earthlings got made oh. and um, taken a, and, I hope, loved.
0: Oh, I, it's a good story. It's a good story. My The longest one was Carl Marlantes wrote the novel Matterhorn, which is this big novel about... Uh, Vietnam War, and I interviewed him when it, right when it came out, and that was like uh-huh. in you know the late I mean, 2009, 2010, something like that. He wrote that in the 80s, and that thing's bounced wow. around for 20 years before wow. he was able to fly. Yeah, I mean, talk about Jesus! He just
1: stuck wow. with that thing,
0: and he well, had a whole life. I love life those stories.
1: That. You know, I yeah, love yeah. those stories. Here's another one for you. I think Paul Harding's *Tinkers*, which is another very oh, beloved yeah. to me, yeah. almost right up there with William Maxwell and John Williams. Uh, it took him a long time to find a home. All the conventional houses said, nope, yeah. go away. Yeah. And finally, yeah. I think Coffee House took him on. Um, another one is just recently, the guy who won the Booker Prize, um, Douglas Stewart, I believe is his name, and uh-huh. the novel's called Shuggy Bane, about an yeah. a, a, a Irish kid whose mother's an alcoholic. Just a difficult, difficult tale. Thirty publishers told him, Oof. you know, nope. Oof. And... Um, <laughs> Finally, someone said yes, but I love those stories.
0: Oh, I and collect I guess, them. I collect I love them. them. In, a, in, a,
1: in a kind of a schadenfreude way, you know, I yeah. really <laughs> sincerely hope that all the people that do you know are suffering. Yes. You know, I want them to suffer. Uh, I want them to suffer. And I want them to mm-hmm. say, I guess I want people to understand, look, art can be coming at you. You know, pay attention. Attention must be paid, right? Yeah, in a way, right. art is like, all art is like Willy Loman, you know, attention must be paid.
0: It, it, it so. stood. And also I, it's so helpful for me. I, I mean, I can't be reminded often enough that like that was one person's point of view and that rejection yes. was one person's point of view and that rejection, right. was, you know, I, you know, think what you want of him, but uh, I, I got to know Richard Bach and he's such an interesting guy and John ah. Livingston Siegel, which is a odd, odd little book. I mean, little, you know, 10,000 words, little, like uh,
1: uh-huh.
0: nobody in New York wanted that book for, you know, yeah. it's kind of a strange book to sell, but then he had this one editor. She was a woman and she was a pilot in the seventies in New York. Oh, thinking, and she no. actually approached him and that thing went crazy, but nobody, thought, uh, you know, uh-huh. when she, she went to, they, they didn't. And it's just, it's so important I think for writers to remember that it's one person. Yeah, Cause think of all the is. books you've it not really liked. Is. Right. It really I mean, isn't. how many it's books just, have you read one. that you're like,
1: eh, it's so true Bill. It's one life upon one life and each life and, might have had a bad day that day. That's right. You know. You know, in it fact, could have had bad something bad to eat in the morning or
0: Well, or just a
1: wretched series of circumstances. But you're what right. Their one life
0: is Yeah, it's just one thing. My wife's described book reviews. I know you write them. I'm sure you Yes, awesome. I do. I know you do. Thank I know. And I'm sure they're awesome. I haven't read them, but I'm I have no doubt
1: they're I, fair. I I'm very I love writing them. I love doing Oh, you do?
0: Well, the the review is a tricky thing. It's
1: hard. It's very tricky. It's It's very tricky. I I admit to you in the same breath, I love it, but it's also super, super tricky, because um, I do not want to drag the level of discourse down. And it's desperately important that there be a national discourse about books. And so, fortunately, I haven't hated anything uh, that much. But even (laughs) if I dislike a thing, I do my absolute uttermost to... Uh, obey Updike, John Updike, had a series of rules he once issued, which I still go to. And they are basically, you know, take yourself out of it and try yeah. to understand what the, what the author was trying to do. Yeah. And yeah. It, and if they managed to do what they were trying to do, convey that. Uh, certainly do not judge them for not writing the book you wanted them to That's write.
0: right. That's right. But it's that, very, see, that's, it's a, I don't very very know if I could do it, Joan.
1: Season. I don't think, I could, do as be, I, don't think I could do it. Tricky
0: as can be. I don't it's think I
1: could
0: do hard. it. I don't think I could do it. It's real hard.
1: But what you do is, if you you just you try to give people a chance to know it with with quotes and excerpts, yeah, and then let them yeah, decide for themselves yeah. if you possibly. I remember,
0: know. I read I, it helped me the one time I interviewed a guy. I was interviewing this guy, and um, I was reading his book, and I hated it, Joan. I mean, I hated this book.
1: It just drove me crazy. It's <laughs> hard for me to believe you hate anything,
0: Bill. Well, I mean, there was just certain approaches he was taking that I was so upset about. And I was complaining and complaining about it. And my wife finally got sick of hearing me complain. She's like, just stop reading the damn book. Okay, just stop. You'll be fine. let do the interview. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my God, how is this going to go? This was early on. I yeah. just started doing these interviews. And I was, this was a live, in-person video interview. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. I sat down, and we had the best conversation. <laughs> because oh, he loved kidding. the book. He loved the book, and I loved his loving of the book. That was The I fact that it. he loved it was interesting to me. I found his interest that's, interesting. And the fact that I didn't meant nothing, and that took all the pressure off me from that point forward, because well, I really, really you know didn't that? like it.
1: That, that, that is downright delicious. I'll remember it? that. It's a kind of – that's almost a parable, Bill. That almost yeah, it
0: is. <laughs> a parable. <laughs> oh, it's good. Really? The parable of the outraged interviewer. But I, I – uh, <laughs>
1: But also, the parable of channeling someone else's joy yeah. and you know, being made to see through their eyes briefly. Yeah.
0: It wasn't Fabulous. hard to do. Well, Joan, uh, as always, we had a great conversation. Now, if people want it to learn grand. more about you, if they want to learn more about grand. you, is it, jo- what is it? Oh, Actually, I, I can't remember what you're... It's very, is it, is easy. It just-
1: it's very easy. It's www.jonefrank.org.
0: Org. Okay. Joanfrank.org. Okay. Now, uh, okay, so first of all, oh, by the way, and you should. Mm-hmm. Do you ever do Zoom book groups? Because this screams book group to me. Have you ever done one I of those? I
1: do. I would adore good. it. Please, anyone who all wants right. to, I just get hold of me, and I will be in your living rooms on your screens uh, in a hurry. All
0: right, good. Good for you. All right, uh, that's called promotion there, children. All right, so all
1: right.
0: I got a last question for you. I'm sure you've answered it before, but I think these answers change, which is what I like, why I love asking this question. So today, on November 24th, 2020, when you think about all the writing you've done in your life, what has it taught you?
1: Oh, my goodness me. Oh, my goodness me. I guess I was able to inhabit, I was able to live inside a calling. And I don't think you can ask much better during no. the, this life on, Earth, on planet Earth. If you're able to live inside your calling, which I guess is a fancy way of saying, I did what I loved. Yes. Hot damn. Go Hot figure. damn.
0: There's worse go things figure. to do. There's worse things You are Joan. so
1: nice to ask that, Bill. Thank you.
0: Well, you know. And this thank is you what for I this
1: do? incredibly effervescent interview, I swear. Whatever you're <laughs> having, please put it in a bottle and send me some.
0: I, I'll, I'm will. i going to put it in a book, is what I'm going to do, and then send it around. So <laughs> That's so can better. Read. That's better. That'll <laughs> last longer. There you go. Joan, longer. thanks a lot, as always. Thank
1: you're awesome. you. With all, all right. my How heart. You? Thank
0: you, Bill. You're Take welcome. care. Take care everybody. Yes. Do what you love. You say she did what she loved. What do I say at the end of all these shows? Find something you love to do and do it. That's right. That's what you do. Joan's a good egg. Yes, she is. Glad I had another show. I'll have her back. I suspect. Uh, I want to thank my producer, RJ Jeffries. Uh, And uh, I know to some of you, I had said I was going to be interviewing in EA Barres. Apparently that's next week, not this week. I got confused. So I'll Mr. Barres next week. Don't you worry. Uh but so until then uh have a happy Thanksgiving, a uh, safe Thanksgiving and find something you love to do and do it. Yes.